How to Home podcast is proudly sponsored by HomeSense, part of the TK Maxx family. HomeSense is our go-to shop for stylish accessories or staple homewares that really make a house a home. Oh yes, we love that every HomeSense store is packed with designer finds from trusted brands. And with up to 60% off the recommended retail price all year round, you don't need to wait for the sales to grab a bargain. With thousands of homeware items hitting the shelves each week, you can update your home even on a budget. Whether you're looking for home decor essentials... I love the scented candles. Statement pieces... Yes, please. Or are wanting to discover a unique find that reflects your home style, HomeSense has got you covered. Visit HomeSense.com to find your nearest store. Hello and welcome to How to Home, a podcast by myself... Maxine Brady and me, Gemma Gear. We're both established interior stylists working for magazines and TV shows and brands and between us we have decorated hundreds of rooms and there is nothing we don't know about interiors. In this podcast we're going to teach you how to home. We're showing our interior insights into a range of topics including decorating, renovating, trends, styling tips, finding your style and lots of practical advice too. If it's to do with interiors we've got your back. This podcast has honestly been months in the making, hasn't it, Maxine? Like, actually months. So it's really quite something. We are both so excited to be here today hosting our very first podcast episode. And to mark the special occasion, we thought best to start off with a topic that we both hold very close to our hearts. We're talking all things colour. As interior stylists, we use colour day in, day out on our projects. And we know how tricky it is to get right. Even we've made some mistakes, haven't we, Gemma? Absolutely. We're going to share our top tips and tricks to help you be colour confident in your home. So I just want to start off by saying, whoa, uh, what an absolute whopper of a topic for us to kickstart our podcast off with. I'm not going to lie, I genuinely feel a huge amount of pressure right now to do this episode justice because it's a topic that means so much to me and I'm sure you feel the same, Maxine, too. Yep. Colour is hugely important to me, both in my home and my styling work. Uh, So I guess a lot of people know me well across my social media platforms for being a colour enthusiast and confident with colour in in my home. And a lot in the sets that I style too. So to say I'm a little bit nervous is an understatement. But that being said, I think I've definitely learned a lot through my journey with colour and how I've used it in my home has massively evolved over time. And I know it has with you, Maxine, too. This is exactly why I think... Think this episode is perfect for our first one and could be a huge insight and help for those wanting a step-by-step guide or for those maybe wanting to start from scratch or even for those who have just maybe fallen out of love with the colours in their home and need some inspiration on how to switch it up. We're both known as being colour obsessed. Personally, I'm very drawn to pastel shades. I find them very calming and relaxing. Whereas I'm way more bold and maximalist in my colour schemes. I'm currently sitting in Gemma's spare room and it is like a rainbow in here. It's so colourful. I love it. It makes me very happy. (laughs) Colour is a huge topic and one of our most asked questions as interior stylists is how to pick the best colour schemes for your home. I know lots of people just struggle. People in my life, like my family and friends, are always bringing paint charts to dinner table. Oh gosh, same. I think we also need to add in a little bit of a backstory, Maxine, before we kickstart off with this episode. Um, 
So I actually introduced myself to you. When was it? I think it was like 2016. It was ages ago. And we first chatted over email. So this is before Instagram, I think. And then we met up for a coffee in Brighton. I remember that day clearly because we just gelled, didn't we? Yeah, we really did. So I, I was working at the time as a home retailing visual merchandiser for five years. And I just really wanted a change. And I think I found your blog online after a bit of research and realised that we already had a lot in common. We both had interiors blogs, we both love colour. We both share the same interests, but our backgrounds were very different. I started out as a style editor, shooting covers and huge decorating features for magazines. And then I went freelance and I've starred for TV ads, billboards and lookbooks in London, New York and Australia. Blimey, that's a lot. And the Middle East. (laughs) You name it, I've done it. And I've worked in TV and I'm a regular interiors expert on ITV and BBC. And last year, I hosted my own TV show on Channel 5. I absolutely loved that show. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so my big break came as a freelance stylist working for magazines and high street brands. And I've also branched out into the world of TV as well, working on interior makeover shows such as Interior Design Masters, The Great Home Transformation and the big interiors battle. We both live on the Sussex case, and I'm almost, I say almost, I'm (laughs) nearly there at the end of a seven-year renovation project of my Brighton terraced house. Oh, God, don't. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, very jealous because I'm just at the start of my renovation journey, turning an ex-student HMO house into my dream home. Right, Gemma, let's get into this episode on how to be colour confident at home. So we thought we'd break this down into little sections for you and firstly talk about why colour is so important. So it's no secret that colour can massively influence your mood and the psychology of colour should not be ignored. So think about how you want a room to make you feel, if you want it to energise you, maybe you want to go for some bolder, brighter colour schemes. But if you want to feel more relaxed, you might go for more calmer shades. There's a lot of research on how certain colours can affect us. For example, blues can be incredibly calming Red's exciting, yellow's inspiring, and green's can be very healing, and orange can be extremely energetic, and pink can give a feeling of nostalgia. Saying that, it's really important to have a personal approach when picking your colours for your home. For some people feel cocooned and cosy in a red bedroom, while personally I'd feel incredibly claustrophobic, while other people love the simplicity of white walls and neutral schemes. How do you feel about that, Gemma? No, absolutely not. (laughs) And some people love dark colours like browns, blacks, blues, which feel very brave to other people. It's very much down to a personal taste on how these colours impact your mood. So what we're saying is colour is incredibly important for transforming your home and reflecting your personality. What I want to know, Gemma, is have you had any colour decorating disasters? Oof, uh, I, I haven't had any major disasters. Although, Maxine, the room that we're currently sitting in is my spare bedroom. And I've got setting plaster by Farrow and Ball on my walls. And I was so nervous when I first painted it in the room because it just felt quite bland it wasn't until I brought in all of the other stuff like furniture and accessories that it kind of came together and I was finally happy with it how about you Maxine any decorating disasters with colour 
Yes, I've made some expensive mistakes. I've jumped on that trend for grey with my master bedroom and I decided to paint the ceiling, woodwork, skirting, everything in grey. And I was hoping to achieve this very chic, effortless look. But when I was finished painting it, I really didn't like it, Gemma. In the winter, it was really gloomy and dark and cold. Oh no, and that is just the worst thing, isn't it? Just not knowing how it's going to look in the room or how it's going to make you feel. And that's why we're here today and we want to share our top tips so that you can avoid these designs. Disasters. And not waste money on paints. <laughs> Next topic we're going to discuss is how to find colour inspiration. We're going to list some of the places you can go to to pick out colours for your home. My wardrobe heavily influences my colour palette. I love vintage clothes and lots of those are in pastel shades with pops of bright. So mine is just colour blocked, like bright colours and I've even laid them out in a rainbow formation. Oh my god Emma, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so your wardrobe is a good place to start. How do you feel when you wear certain colours in your closet? Do you wear a lot of neutrals? Or do you wear colourful clothes? Or are you, like me, into softer tones? And how do these colours make you feel? So it might be a great idea to transfer those shades onto your walls. Another thing as well is looking at the room's already that you've got in your home have you got cushions or accessories that have a common theme because if so there may be the colors that you are most drawn to and should potentially continue to look into decorating more around the rest of your house i love looking for color schemes out and about especially in restaurants bars or cafes if there's a favorite place that you spend a lot of time in think about how they use the colors and see if that would work in your own home style. That is a really brilliant tip. I mean, there's a reason why we go to the same places all of the time, isn't there? And it almost maybe gives a sense of comfort when you're there. So the next time you go to your favourite cafe or restaurant, take a little notebook with you and write down exactly what it is that you like in those places and then try and use some of that as inspiration for your home. Have I told you, Gemma, that my black and white kitchen was actually inspired by a coffee shop I spotted in New York? Is it? Yeah. Oh, tell me more. I loved it so much, I took loads of photos of the coffee shop and I transported those shades into my home because I knew that they would work together. I love that. Your kitchen is very gorgeous. Uh, So my kitchen is obviously massively inspired by our trip to Morocco last year. For anyone who doesn't know, me and Maxine took a little holly bobs away and it was so great. I think every single room in my home has got elements of that trip in it. Holidays are a great place to get inspiration. Do you love the blue and whites of Greece or do you love those warmer shades of the Far East or the bright colours of Asia? Again, it's a great starting point for choosing colours in your home. And it doesn't even need to be a fancy pants holiday. You could just simply get inspiration from a simple nature walk. You've got the beautiful calming tones of the blue sky or nice natural green shades that offer some sense of freshness and comfort. I take quite a lot of colour inspiration from food. Oh. All with me here, Gemma. (laughs) It's a trick I learnt when I was doing multiple colour schemes when I was working on TV shows. So if perhaps you look at a strawberry, the red of the fruit next to the green stem is a really nice colour combination. Oh, I think I'm now going to be overanalyzing all of the food that I eat. I'm going to go for all the desserts here, but if you looked at a lemon meringue pie, for example, think about how the zesty lemon against the creamy tones and then the sort of biscuit base, these colours work really well together. I love that. Again, it's a cheat way to create a great colour combination in your home. Artwork is also another great way of finding inspiration for colours. So if you've got a piece of art that you absolutely love, look at the colours that have been used in it and that might help you 
figure out a good complementing colour scheme. And then you can even take out little snippets of it and put it in as accessories in your home. I've done that in my bedroom. I've got this giant flamingo print and I've picked out all the pink shades in that artwork and used them around my room when I decided to decorate over the grey. I know that flamingo print very well, Maxine, and every time I see it on your Instagram, I just swoon. And another little trick is if you particularly like shopping at a specific homeware shop, then have a look at the colours that they use when they're styling in store. For example, a shop like Oliver Bonas has very white backgrounds with pops of colour, while Zara Home is much more neutral with lots of natural colours and textures. Or Habitat has a much more retro vibe. Yeah, and I personally love HomeSense because they organise all of their accessories by colour. So if you head to their cushion department, it looks like a rainbow, which makes it really easy to shop for your home if you know what colours you're most drawn to yeah or what about letting the era of your house depict the color scheme of your home i know that there's loads of paint companies that have various heritage colors yes the period of your property was built in can naturally lead to certain color choices you can also look at color trends for inspiration our homes are subject to trends just like the catwalk we've seen millennial pink rose gold zillennial yellow i'm gonna keep jumping up on that Zillennial yellow all take over the high street these past few years and the latest look Gemma which I was researching yesterday is tomato core oh gosh tomato core red is officially back isn't it yep it's deep lush reds and just because these colours are trending right now it doesn't mean we have to follow them in our interiors yeah so just because blue might be hot right now it might not be the right colour for you and your home but these colour trends are an easy way to get inspiration and update your home if you fancy a refresh we're going to stop for a little ad break now hey Gemma you've heard of Juche Paints no but I love that name they're the mindful paint company and I think you'll love their wide range of earthy natural paint colours designed to calm and soothe you. Ooh, I've just looked on their website and I've seen that all of their paints are sustainable and low VOC. Yep, and they don't leave any nasty smells either. I love that they send sample cards using real paint so you can pick the perfect shade and get a feel for the finish. And the tins are recyclable too. Definitely a good paint company to know about. Visit jouchepaints.com to find out more. Great, now let's get back to the episode. Now we know the importance of colour and where to find inspiration, it's time to pick a colour palette to put into your room. This can be a really tricky concept for those who may not be confident with pairing different colours together. The basic rule of thumb is pairing a hero colour with an accent colour. So that's choosing colour you really love to be in the main shade in the room and then injecting an accent colour to soft burnishings and accessories. There is a slightly more technical way of determining what colour combinations pair well together, and that's using a colour wheel. Oh yeah, the colour wheel. So I I work with this with a lot, um, with people who aren't necessarily confident with choosing colour schemes, and that is always my go-to recommendation for those who need some inspiration. So it can easily be found online, and essentially it's a rainbow wheel of colours that are broken down into different segments. So you can choose colours on the opposite ends, for example, of the Color wheel and these are known as complementing colors which might be like red and green or blue and orange that's definitely a color combination for those who want to make more of an impact in their homes yeah they are like wow colors when you walk into a room you're just gonna go wow 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah wow <laughs> yeah or you could 
choose a triadic colour scheme, which is very similar, but by splitting the wheel into three different sections. I guess the main example of this would be the primary colours, which are blue, red and yellow. That sounds like a very youthful and playful colour schemes. I've sort of seen those colours used in children's rooms or contemporary art galleries. Yeah, spot on. So these are definitely for those who are adventurous and want to break the colour boundaries. Then you have your blended colour schemes, or better known as analogous, which is the technical term. And these are three colours that sit next to each other on the colour wheel. A good example would be blue, teal and green, or red, orange and yellow. These are fab examples for those who maybe want to eject a bit more colour into a room but don't necessarily want to go really contrasting or clashy with their colour palettes. I mean, I'm definitely more a blended person. I like colours that sit well together. Yeah, this is your lemon pie example, Maxine. I knew that would come up again. (laughs) If you're unsure how to incorporate a colour palette into your room, there is a simple rule called the 60-30-10. Now, this is where 60% of your room will be in your hero colour perhaps on the walls and a statement piece of furniture. Then another colour would appear 30% in the room, perhaps with your artwork, curtains or rug. And the final 10% would be accessories or cushions. And don't worry if this is all a bit overwhelming, guys. We are going to put a link to a colour wheel in the show notes for you. Now, a common mistake that a lot of people make is that they'll go to a DIY store, pick up a paint from a colour chart and not even test it in the room. Mm. I'm sure you do know this, Gemma, but you know the little test pots they give you? You know you're supposed to use them all on your walls. Oh, God, no. I'm so guilty of not doing that. I'm I'm really bad with tester pots. I'll probably just do, like, a few paint swatches on the wall. No, I've got a little hat for you then. So if you've got lots of wallpaper left over from decorating projects and I paint the back using the whole of the little tin... I make sure I have a sample that's at least a metre by a metre and then I'll pin it on the wall and I'll move it around because the light impacts the colour at different times of the day. I definitely didn't don't do that myself I mean obviously it's a great idea because you need to check it throughout different times of the day especially like under artificial light or natural daylight but I'm definitely now going to be doing it onto a piece of paper instead so that you can easily move it around in the room I tend to leave my samples up for about two to three weeks until I've made sure (laughs) I'm I'm really happy with it you what yeah about two to three weeks oh I don't think I've ever had a tester sample up on my wall for longer than two days I'm probably a bit more indecisive than you and I like to triple triple check that I'm happy with that colour depending on the morning light evening light and under lamp light and pendant lights I just want to make sure that I'm not making another grey mistake I am not dissing this I think this is actually hugely admirable and a brilliant takeaway idea for anyone who needs a little bit of extra confidence and time to make their colour decisions talking of daylight colours you choose in a room may be heavily impacted by which way your house faces North facing rooms are flooded by bluish cold light, so you can combat that with warmer colours like reds and yellows. While west facing rooms get sun in the evenings, so it can feel cool and dark during the day. That's why pink paints work really well in these rooms. And south facing rooms get bright yellow light all day long, so this can be neutralised with paints that have a bluish undertone. And east facing rooms, like my living room, can be gloomy in the afternoon, so choose warm green tones to balance it out. Hence my green ceiling. Oh, you took notes. (laughs) 
wallpaper as well that's another great way of adding color into your home and that can often be the starting point for choosing colors in a specific room you can pull out the different colors and shades within the wallpaper design and then complement it with accessories and soft furnishings and wallpaper designs don't always need to be a riot of colors you can get designs in a single color which can be used as your hero color in the room the big debate in the world of interiors is do you decorate your whole house in a single color palette or do you decorate each room differently yeah I mean, I'm an absolute advocate for painting every room in my house a different colour. I mean, I just like the way it gives each space its own identity. But saying that, I do... I guess I do have like a continuous theme of green throughout the rooms. So my kitchen is predominantly green and I've got the green ceiling in my living room. And in the other rooms, they're not a green colour palette, but there's a lot of accessories and soft furnishings and plants as well that kind of tie it all in together. So this is called the red thread. This is when you pull a single colour throughout your home. In my house, it's a pinky blush peach tone, which I absolutely love. And it kind of unites your home and gives it a real style designer look yeah and it doesn't even really matter if it's not an actual color because i use brass accents throughout my home as well to tie it all in in the kitchen i've got brass hardware in my bedroom i've got lovely brass valves on my radiators and that's another way that you can get your home feeling cohesive by tying in all the metallic tones i put metals on a whole completely different separate section to the color wheel and i always add them into my room schemes I have a client who loves teal and she likes her whole house to be decorated top to bottom in this shade. What I do is I add a rose gold into her rooms with handles, light fittings, light switches and that metallic gives it a bit of sparkle and a modern edge to the rooms. It also helps distract the eye and stops the teal colours appearing flat. Oh my gosh, you've just given me complete PTSD when you said that about your client because it's taken me back to my younger years I'm sorry mum I'm gonna have to apologize but growing up living with my mum every room in the house was purple like top (laughs) to bottom purple and purple's quite in now though I mean it is in now but I just don't think I could ever bring myself to have that color in my house anymore I might have like the odd cushion or accessory, but I think I'm officially scarred for life. (laughs) So if like your mum, Gemma, Mm -hmm. and you got stuck a little bit of a colour rut, how would you get her to update an existing colour scheme like that? I mean, if it was me, I'd obviously go for a contrasting colour, like a mustard yellow. But knowing my mum and knowing that she's not quite as confident when it comes to colour, I would probably tell her to go for more of a blended analogous colour scheme. So blues and pinks, I guess, would work really well. And maybe like a paler teal. Oh, yeah, that that would be nice too. Or adding in metallics. I think brass would look really well in that sort of teal colour scheme. But knowing your mum, she sounds like a little bit more on the traditional side. So I think she'd like silver or chromes as an accent. Yeah, I mean, you've you've hit the nail on the head, Maxine. Maybe your mum should come for me for her future decorating (laughs) advice. You can have her, Maxine. (laughs) If you're renting and not allowed to paint or decorate your home, then don't stress, we've got you covered. There's still lots of ways you can add a colour into your home. You can choose your furniture and accessories to add blocks of colour into your rooms and follow the 60-30-10 rule. Pick out a main colour with your soft furnishings or swap out plain curtains or blinds for colourful ones. Or invest in furniture in a bold shade which you can take with you when you move. Or you could cover ugly rented furniture with a throw, which is an instant injection of colour into a room. 
Cushes, vases and framed prints are a worthy investment and they can appear 30% of the room. And then you can use books or plants or any other smaller accessories for the final 10%. Didn't your rented home appear in a magazine, Gemma? So am I right in thinking oh, that? Oh, no. Oh, don't bring this up. Um, yes, it did. But looking back on it, it was so cringe. So please keep in mind that this was the first room that I'd ever renovated. And it was at the very beginning of my colour journey. I had a full-on, and I mean a full-on, coastal bedroom in like blues whites and creams i just want to add here as well that i am in no way dissing the coastal trend because it's actually very nice and when done properly it can look so stylish and chic but i completely went the wrong way and went for proper tacky vibes i upcycled a piece of furniture in a shade of blue to add a cohesive color and matched the soft furnishings and accessories to it as well and i asked my landlord if we could paint one of the wall which they kindly agreed to and and then don't laugh maxine i actually can't believe i'm sharing this um but this is a renter friendly hack by the way so i used masking tape on the wall because it could easily be peeled off when we moved and i hand painted like beach themed words like sun sea (laughs) on the masking tape above the picture wow yeah honestly it it does make me chuckle that it actually got featured in a magazine i think it was in homestyle magazine way back in 2015 or something but i mean actually sharing this just proves my point that over time our personal styles and tastes hugely evolve but yeah it's it's definitely safe to say that i'm officially haunted by the coastal trend If there's one thing I want you to take away from this podcast is that you've got to choose the colours for you and not your future buyer. This is something I've made a mistake on in my own home. I've decorated my house in the past for this mythical future buyer and it never made me happy. But now I've added colours that make me smile. Definitely don't do that. A home should be decorated for you and should be a way that you express your own unique style and personality. Don't get too caught up on what's hot and what's not because you are the person living there and only you should be happy with it. That, guys, was the sound of our stylist toolbox opening. Inside is all of the best resources to follow up on the topics that we've spoken about in this podcast episode that will help you continue on your colour journey. The first thing I'm pulling out is that did you know lots of paint companies offer colour consultations at home? They deduct the fee from any paint or wallpaper you buy. So it's a great way to get expert advice pretty much for free. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure some homeware brands also offer a design service too. Places like Barker and Stonehouse, Neptune and Furniture Village. Another thing that I'm pulling out is the book that I'm currently reading. And it's called The Home Edit Life, which is by the amazing duo Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin. It's packed full of colourful tips and inspiration on how to style with colour in your home. I think they have a Netflix series too, isn't it? Yeah, they do. That's worth adding to your favourites list. Absolutely. If you're looking for an online colour course, Sophie Robinson has loads of good ones. And give Emily from Swish a follow on Instagram as she's a colour consultant. She's often shown great colour combinations and shows you how to use the colour wheel. And finally... Keep up to date with the hottest colour trends. Companies like Pantone and Pinterest each pick out colours that they think will be hot for the year, which is a great starting point to get inspired. 
So what I want to know now, Maxine, is what room are you currently decorating and what colours are you going to choose? I'm updating my spare room at the moment. It's currently baby blue and white and I've decided to go revolutionary, Gemma. <laughs> Pastels! Hey! <laughs> you know, stick with what you know. I've gone for pastel pinks and then over time I'm slowly going to add more colours. But I love pink because I can add mustard to it or more blues. So it's kind of my red thread. That is your red thread. So what about you, Gemma? What room are you decorating next? Oh gosh, so the next room on our renovation list is my office. And I just really want to think about it and be careful because obviously different colours can impact the way you work. So I'm thinking, and don't hold me to this, Maxine. Um, is this an exclusive? It's an exclusive. I'm thinking nice pops of yellow because yellow is known to motivate creativity. <laughs> Okay, I want to play a little game with you, Gemma. This is our quick fire round. I'm going to give you a colour and I want you to give me your best colour combination. Oh, I love this. And then you're going to do it back to me. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yep, yep. I'm going to start with your least favourite colour, brown. Oh, God, I knew you were going to do this to me. Um, Orange. Oh, that's quite... Retro. Quite Go 70s. retro. Yeah, 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 I like that. Okay. Um, Emerald green. I'm thinking an electric Oh, nice. nice. Something a bit neon, just to break it up. Yeah. Okay, next one. Are you ready? Yeah. Black. Oh, God, I mean, the options are endless. I'd probably pair that with, like, a bright electric blue. Or a neon yellow. Oh, nice. Uh, Pink. I'm going to be inspired (laughs) by your colour wheel, and I'm going to go for a red and maybe a burnt orange. Nice. I mean, you're definitely liking your blended colour tones. I know, I'm a bit of a creature of habit. (laughs) We've really enjoyed teaching you how to be colour confident today on our first ever podcast episode. We did it. We finally did it. I feel like we need a large glass of wine right now, Gemma. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please don't forget to review and rate us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. It really helps other people find us so we can spread the word. And if you want to send us any of your questions on how to home, you can contact us on Instagram. I'm at Maxine Brady Styling. And I'm at That's So Gemma. That's where we mostly hang out and share pictures of our homes, styling jobs and our decorating highs and lows. You can also find us on our podcast Instagram at howtohome.podcast for our latest news and updates. So make sure you subscribe to our channel so you don't miss a thing and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is proudly sponsored by HomeSense. Don't forget to visit homesense.com to find your nearest store.